welcome back to another episode of Dr. Me First. It's me, your colleague in medicine, coach in life, queen of burnout, throwing in a little sass there, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. I gotta practice what I preach. I'm a recovering workaholic and rest is my detox. <laughs> so my team is pushing me to try to do more rest. I have really been invigorated since I got my new office and my podcasting equipment set up back full time. It's been so fun to be podcasting again and doing live episodes. But they're reminding me too that I'm overworking. So we are problem solving this. And in order to do that, we are doing a reboot showcase. All my work that I've done in the past, I might as well reuse it, right? Recycle, reduce, reuse. And so what we're going to do in this reboot showcase is take old podcast episodes that I've actually been on for other people and play them here on Dr. Me First. It makes me smile a little bit as I go back and listen to years ago when I was doing some of these podcasts. And I'm like, wow, I was really smart. I knew a whole lot of things. But I also see how I've changed and how things are different. <laughs> In the world of Aaron Wiseman, we call it, is it long-haired Aaron or short-haired Aaron? Because <laughs> you can definitely see a big change when the hair got lopped off during the pandemic. So listen to the episodes and then see if you can tell when I did that episode on the timeline of everything Aaron Wiseman. Long-haired Aaron, short-haired Aaron. Give me an email. I'd love to hear about it. I'm going to take my own medicine, I'm going to rest a little bit, and I'm still going to pop up episodes for you to listen to. So enjoy this reboot today. And as always, friend, remember, your life, your calling, your pulse absolutely matters. And the badass in me honors the freaking badass in you. Enjoy! Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Hello, Fearless Freedom family. We are back. And today we have the awesome, amazing Dr. Erin Wiseman. And she is a coach extraordinaire. And you know what? I'm not even going to try to explain all her accolades. I'm going to have her drop her own knowledge. So here you go. Dr. Wiseman. That is a total mic drop right there. Bam. Well, let me tell you guys all about myself. I am a spunky family medicine trained physician who about five years ago in her life hit rock bottom. I did not even have enough self-awareness at the time to know that I was burned out, but I was crispy to the core. And 
through that, through the last several years and a whole huge journey, which we can go into, I have now discovered not only more about my own self and identity, but that I truly am a healer. And now my purpose and passion in life now is to be a doctor to doctors. And so, yes, I am a physician life coach. Um, I love taking care of my colleagues because you know what? There are so many of us hurting out in the world and the shit that we really needed to learn in medical school, we figure out like decades later. So I am all about empowering and spreading whatever education I have and then sprinkling a little bit of sassiness into it too. Awesome. Yes. So it's funny because uh, Dr. Weisman and I are somewhat uh, kindred spirits. Hmm. I wonder if you guys can figure out why. Maybe she'll tell us a little bit more. How, what do we have in common, Dr. Weisman? Like oh. going all the way back, like way back. Way, way back. Oh my gosh. Even as little kids, I think we both wanted to be doctors at heart. We had that conversation on my podcast, Dr. Me First. And, you know, it's in us. We are innate healers and helpers. And, you know, we're both very driven, very type A, you know, and with that, we did all the right things. We did all the right steps. And then getting out in life, we look around and we're like, oh my gosh, if this is what it's going to be, I don't think I can handle it. And so I know my journey. Um, I didn't want to get on Zoloft. I knew I didn't need an inpatient psych stay. Um, you know, thank God I didn't go to bad habits like drugs, alcohol, gambling, anything like that. I was just really, really sad. And like the one point that I can remember, I had a bunch of them, like a lot of low points. I don't know why it took me so many. But the one that I want to convey to you is I remember a Sunday night sitting on the edge of my bed in my bedroom, sobbing, like the hardest, deepest cry that you could have because I just told my husband, I said, I feel empty. I know tomorrow I've got to go into the office. I've got to put the smile on. I've got to keep plugging through, but I feel empty inside. Mm. And that was when I did what we tell all our patients not to do. I got online, mm. found other doctors like me. And I also, I was to the point where I was putting resumes in, in non-clinical jobs, like working on an assembly line at a local automotives um, company. Um, I applied to a furniture cap, uh, company to build furniture. Wow. I was thinking about like the checkout line at Kmart. I was just like done. I was like, mm. I have got to get out. When I went online, I found a physician who was doing life coaching, and she was kind of teaching people how to turn their CV into resumes. And I was like, perfect. That's what I need. But you know what? When I really got into it and I started doing like the coaching questions and the mm -hmm. discovery, mm -hmm. I found that medicine is really in my heart. Like it's really important to me and that my exit wasn't going to be running away from medicine. It was going to be changing it to be sustainable for me and mm -hmm. for every colleague in it. No, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting because, I mean, we do have many parallels. As you mentioned, you know, the desire to, um, to heal at an early age because I think I was eight. You were, you were pretty close to that age, right? When yeah, we had that realization. And, you know, we kind of both grew up in uh, – uh, places that are smaller, right? I mean, yep. you were you were small in, town girl, yeah, small town. I was on an island, and um, you know, and then it's 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 kind of interesting that we kind of went through the kind of not really mid career, but late early to mid career kind of crisis where you're like, wow, you know, how could I have lost this joy 
for the thing that I, you know, sacrificed so much for and felt like I was going to do forever. And then, you know, even to the point where you're contemplating doing something that, um, like, you know, going and working on an assembly line, you know, I mean, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but it's like such a flip of a switch from all of the things that you'd studied so hard for and work for to do, to just say, I'm just going to walk away from it and go do something completely different. I think it was because I was hurting so much. Oh yeah. And then the other thing too, I was, I'm the first doctor in my family. Like Mm -hmm. I, I'm the first one to achieve this level of education. So, you know, I had to work through my family expectations that I had placed on myself, like, oh my God, what if I change? What if I am no longer a doctor? You know, because my family, they do, they look to me. They're, it's not as if like they're going to shun me. But at right. the time, I knew that they were, they had careers that were good and they could support their family too. Um, but yeah, I think part of it, that's when I got into it because I had blown up what being a physician was going to be like mm-hmm. and when I got out and I got into it, I was having the same struggles as everybody else and absolutely, and more so because of the expectations I had placed on myself. I went and practiced in a small area, so I was taking care of a whole community mm-hmm. and then also not being able that I felt in a safe place to unload some of that baggage. And so that's why it's really important for me to advocate for other physicians to get a coach, whether it's you, whether it's somebody else that they find, Mm -hmm. get a coach so that you at least know you are not alone and that you can have a safe space to talk through the rigors of our job. I mean, there are still wounds. Everybody listening, I want you to think of that one patient from years ago that still mm-hmm. hops up in your thoughts and dreams. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, I can think of several, actually. But yes. <laughs> and, you know, that's not healthy. Like, we no. need to be working through that. We need to be talking. We need to release that. We wrote a sentence or a paragraph in that patient's life, mm-hmm. but we can't let that patient's story continue to reappear in our own story. You know, we need to work through that, and we're not good at it right no, now in not. healthcare. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. And it's it's funny because, you know, uh, we had another conversation in a different venue where we were kind of talking about, you know, well, what is it, you know, is it uh, external factors or internal factors that really contribute to our ability to overcome a difficult situation, which is essentially resilience. And, um, you know, you brought up that, you know, now there's a lot of discussion about the micro traumas basically causing us to have PTSD. And it is really true because what do we learn? I mean, in medical school and through residency, you learn, you know, you're a doc, you're tough, you know, you can do it. You know, you're, oh, you're vomiting. Okay. Just go in that room and put an IV in, you know, get some um, anti-nausea medicine and get back to work. I mean, this is, this is the mantra, right? And Girl, I ran an IV up my white coat. I stuck the bag in my mm -hmm. pocket ran the IV up through into my right antecubital when I was like four months pregnant because mm-hmm. I had, I was vomiting. So, and I would squeeze that damn IV bag because it was going against grip to keep myself going while I was rounding. See, that's that crazy. Craziness. That's crazy. I mean, it, this is so many things. I mean, you know, like I wouldn't even get into the story of what happened to me and my last kid. I mean, I literally like worked through the shift as I was going through labor, went upstairs and gave birth. I mean, who does that? You know, these are the, I did that too. These are the crazy things that we do. And it's just like nobody else does that. 
So, you know, but so that is the grit and that is the, um, that is the cloth of which we are, you know, we're told that we're made of. And so because you're made of that tough cloth, you tend not to want to face the fear. And here, here we're getting back to facing fears here. We don't want to face the fear of failure, of being vulnerable, of, you know, hurting. Enough. Yes, not being enough. And that is not a good place. And so, you know, this is why it's been kind of like, you know, my burnout experience was many years ago now. And at that time, when I looked around, there was really no, probably there were resources, but I was unaware. So I'm just super happy that, you know, people like you, Dr. Wiseman, are kind of getting the word out. And, you know, so many of our other um, colleagues who are trying their best to help colleagues recognize that, no, you're, there's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You just need to work through some things. You need to open up. You need to be ready to make a change because, you know, we all need a helping hand at one point or another. There's just no doubt about it. Nobody, really, nobody needs to go it alone. Right. I really use the illusion of it's time to stop dumping out your cup empty and shaking out the little drops. Yes. Your healing art, your helping should come from overflow. You should be filling your cup up and the overflow is what you should be giving to other people. And that's where I think it's really important that, you know, and that's why I named my program Dr. Me First, because I think doctors, we have to take care of ourselves first. So then we can change healthcare. Because if we're just a bunch of bitchy, grouchy, physicians who are burned out, yes. people are not going to listen to it. Administrators, they don't want to deal with that attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, government, they're just going to say, keep plugging through. But if we're really healthy and we can go into these conversations saying, this is where I was, this is where I'm at. A happy doctor is a more productive doctor. Let me show you the research and data. Then we are going to get the, the tide really turning. It's starting to swing. Yeah, it, some it places, there. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I really emphasize to people that, you know, they, they talk about external uh, factors, intrinsic factors, and I really focus on the individual right now in my coaching practice to get you as healthy. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, when I do consulting with hospitals, I'm like, how much does it cost for you to lose one doctor? One doctor. Oh, a lot. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, I said, the tune of like 500 to 2 million. At least. Yes. Yeah. And I said, what if you took that one doctor salary and you invested it in wellness of your entire organization? What if you did that? And then you didn't lose anybody. And yet the wellness factor bubbled up higher. Mm -hmm. Administrators, they're not there yet. They're not. I'll be perfectly honest. Some of them are starting to get it. But if we just keep preaching that, if you don't have us, you don't got anything. And so it's really important to, you know, they want numbers. Let's give them numbers. Let's show them what happens when we start exiting and we start doing our thing because doctors are some of the most creative and innovative people in this population. I mean, we are motivated. We are altruistic. We are go-getters. And when we are actively engaged, ain't nothing going to stop us. That is the truth. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a doctor, <laughs> but it is the truth. <laughs> it it oh. is. It really is because as, I, as I've had, so I am about on um, episode 45 with my podcast. And so I have had 45 conversations yeah. with other female physicians. And as I have talked to each and every one of those, 
oh my gosh, it is so diverse and so encouraging and so amazing to see what my colleagues are doing, be it that they're full-time clinical practice, but they're doing it on their own terms or that they've gone off the grid and they're doing something amazing and, and just, oh, just all inspiring. It really, really, really shows that our population, that when we really are healthy, we can do incredible things. But the flip side, too, when we are really unhealthy, mm-hmm. man, I think it magnifies the toxicity in healthcare. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, there's a ripple effect that occurs um, with patients because every doc touches, you know, thousands of people. So there you go, you know, so you can just imagine in your mind how that extrapolates. So, yeah, no, it's, it's a huge problem. And I'm super excited that it's being talked about a lot more now just because I think that having it out there and having people thinking about it and looking into it is going to hopefully make a difference in the long run. And it's going to help people to see that, you know, you know, there's no reason to be afraid to get help if you need it, right? Because, I mean, what we don't want is the bad outcome, which can happen and has happened to colleagues. Um, we've even had one uh, in my own group. Uh, so, you know, there's, you know, we don't want to lose anybody forever, right? So we don't want anybody killing themselves, essentially. Uh, so, yeah, no, definitely get help. And, and, and the interesting thing about this is that this is a huge problem in healthcare, but it is a huge problem, not just for the physicians. I'm starting to see more and more of my nurses on the team, you know, expressing that they're having the same kinds of feelings. And it just breaks my heart because, you know, we are, like you said, you know, we all got into this to help people. And that is the core of what we, what drives us. That is really our why. I mean, we just want to help, you know, help the other, other humans feel better. And when we are not, when we're hurting, we just can't. So, yeah, definitely. So I definitely appreciate everything that you're doing uh, because it is well needed and the impact that you're making through your coaching, through your uh, retreats. I saw you just had one recently. Um, yeah. Is just really, you know, it's, it's going it's gonna, to, it's making a huge impact. And now you have the podcast. So, I mean, that's even more of a reach. So more and more people are going to be able to hear y'all. You need to check out her podcast, um, uh, Physician first is that is that correct doctor me first doctor me first yes so doctor me first it's on all the platforms uh so check it out give it a five-star rating recommend it to friends leave a review because this is how we're gonna get the message out this is how we're gonna help each other we're gonna heal each other is literally by talking about it getting it out recognizing that we have support recognizing that there's a tribe because there is and it's great and when the arms are open there's a big fat hug that comes with it that is just amazing. And um, if you uplift each other, we could just do so many great things. So, you know, uh, so just hope that you guys will definitely check these items out and that you'll get back to us, you know, hit Erin, that's a wise man up and, you know, see if she can help you in any way if you're hurting and um, come back and, and check us out on either one of the podcasts. Okay. All right. So that's a wise man. We need to like uh, get some questions to you now. All right. So we need for you to tell us kind of um, kind of give us some advice. Right. So what do you think? You know, so you mentioned uh, how much pain you experienced and where you were in that dark place, that abyss that's called burnout. Was there anything or, that you kind of captured any nugget uh, that you wish to share with the audience about what you wish you knew before the, you know, throughout the journey or how you felt that you overcome 
the fear that you faced and um, any advice for the audience? Sure. What I wish I had known before I started this journey, that it really is a journey and Mm -hmm. it doesn't end at certain mile points. Like I just kept remembering through residency, like scraping up that mountain, like, okay, keep going, keep going. I'm going to get to the summit. And then, you know, I signed the contract. Um, I had two babies in residency and I had to make up five weeks. So that tells you how crazy I am. So I ended into August. I took Labor Day weekend off and then I started my new practice. And so, you know, I had reached the summit. I, I had made it. I put my flag at the top of the mountain and I looked around and I'm like, oh my God, I think I, I think I climbed the wrong damn mountain. But that's when I learned at that point, you keep going. You go down the other side of the mountain. You, your journey continues. You get to a lot of different whys in your life. And you're not going to know which is the quote unquote best way. And I think that's where we get a little bit confused in medical education because it's like we're put on a railroad track and you don't have any exits. You just get in medical school and go, baby. But what I really want learned is life is all about those whys. And then learning a good frame for which to be like, okay, how do I pick lane A or lane B? Or maybe there's a lane Z behind me and I need to backtrack. So that would be my first teachable moment is just to remind everybody that life truly is the journey. You don't make it. You don't ever like get to that point and you're done. As long as your breath, you have breath in your lungs and your heart is beating, you are on the journey and you keep going. Now we got to hit high points, but that's where, you know, I just remind people too that you don't know what someone else's journey is. So at my perceived highest points, I think they were probably my lowest points. And so that's where I remind people about those valleys. You don't stay in valleys forever. And so always to reach out for help because my second point is you are never alone. That woman who was sobbing on the edge of her bed, she felt extremely, extremely isolated. And that's who I coach to now. I coach to that woman that I was five years ago. And I really just put it out there, people. It, as long as you ask for help, you will never be alone. So I always encourage everybody, ask for help. In whatever form that is, put your fear of shame aside, put your fear of not being enough, put your fear aside of, oh my God, what are they going to think? Because the only opinion that matters in your life is yours. Preach it, sister. Oh my. (laughs) That is truth bomb after truth bomb. Absolutely. So do you, um, so you, you've definitely overcome some amazing uh, challenges and um and walked over that mountain and just as seeing the victory side of things at this point do you feel like there is a fear that you're facing now that you're oh yeah through? okay oh yeah i am i'm currently climbing a new mount everest okay. so um you know currently what i'm facing is i realized that that practice that i was in before was not sustainable mm-hmm. and i had to weather a really nasty non compete and i did baby with Ooh, grace and ease man. so if anybody wants to talk about non competes i got you on that um i switched my practice for a while and i did rural emergency medicine which grew me so much clinically but I started to feel the pings of that burnout kind of coming back, the not wanting to get out of my car, like the watching the time to see mm-hmm. when the shift is over with because I couldn't wait to like crawl out of that place. 
And so at that point, with the discussion with my husband, I'm like, I am so passionate about um, this coaching business and reaching others. Uh, I'm ready to do it. So we made a plan. We got some savings set aside. We really trimmed our budget. I am full-time life coaching now. Now, I'm still a little bit clinical on the side, but that's my mountain right now. That's my fear is, can I make this a reality? Can I get others? Can I help my colleagues? And that's been, that's been my biggest fear is because I'm going outside the box. Yes. Is this going to work? And the other fear I have is, am I completely crazy? You're not. You're not. <laughs> so that's what I'm living in. Um, I am truly walking my talk as I'm coaching my own clients when I'm like, what makes your heart sing? You've got to lean into it. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I've done with coaching. I'm like, okay, that's what makes my heart sing. There's nothing better than after I get off of a call with a colleague when they tell me, Erin, you helped me. Or the other thing that I hear too is I've never been able to tell anybody the things I've told you. Mm. And, you know, as special as the doctor-patient relationship is, I find the doctor-to-doctor relationship even more amazing because I know their struggles. I know that hurt, but I also know the flip side and how bright life can be, how you can wake up in the mornings and your feet hit the floor and you are ready to go instead of like, breathe, okay, Mm -hmm. go take that shower, light that candle so that you can get your, you know, stuff moving. Um, And so that, that really is my biggest fear right now. And my plan to conquer it is Mm -hmm. I'm just leaning into it. I am just, I just keep continue to keep telling people and I continue to keep reaching out. And I also, what motivates me is encouraging others. So once you get in my tribe, you got to get little messages from me because I want to encourage you to keep doing your work. And I think you probably realize that with me is that oh, yeah, you'll get yeah. randomness from me. But that's because that's when I'm, I am at my best when I can stand behind somebody and be like, girl, I got your back. Let's go. No, that's awesome. Yeah, no, seriously. That is um, some serious uh, nuggets. Appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, you're leaning in. That is the ultimate way to go for it. And I know you're going to be extremely successful, so I'm not worried about that piece. So in case you were worried, which I know you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's there. The fear is there. It creeps up every so often. It kind of sits on my shoulder and it's like, so how's that bank account doing? Oh, man. How them yes. student loans looking, girl? And I'm oh, like, man. <laughs> I just look at fear and I'm like, I know you're there. I know you um, deep down are trying to help me, but right now you need to back your ass up. That's, <laughs> and I go. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I do a lot with self-talk and with having mantras and I'll post a lot. So if anybody needs encouragement, follow me on Instagram because I am all about the things I put up though there. I literally practice for myself. And so those little mantras that I have, those little talks with fear or with shame or with mm-hmm. guilt, um, they're really helpful and they're really fun and sassy. Yeah, yeah. Y'all let me check out her Instagram. So what, I'll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in the show notes. Uh, that's why I was going to mind this saying we're all, everywhere where you are. So sure. um, truth prescriptions and, and your podcast and your, um, your website so that people can do that. And then I will also put that information in the show notes as well. 
I would love, so my life is an open book. I think sometimes um, my husband's a little bit scared about how much I put online, but I don't even care. It's an open book. So yes, truth prescriptions, because as you can tell, I like to write out and drop truth prescriptions. That's the name of my business. So it's truthrxs.com. I also go by the handle um, truthrxs on Facebook, Instagram, and I love LinkedIn. I'm going to be perfectly honest. A lot of people think it's too stuffy, but I find professionals doing amazing work and very willing to have open dialogues on LinkedIn. So I'm very active on LinkedIn at Aaron Wiseman and it's spelled we is man, W-E-I-S-M-A-N. And I am a D-O. Whoop, whoop. So check that out. And um, then my podcast, like she mentioned before, is Dr. Me First. You can find it anywhere and everywhere. You can listen also on my YouTube channel because I think that's kind of a fun place too. I do a few videos and you can watch those and see me with my kids. And I like to do a lot of teaching. I miss that part of being in the clinic and having my residents and medical students. So I take that out on my audience. Awesome. Awesome. That is great. So check it. We are going to do that wrap up. And at this point, what we do is we talk about some filling in the blanks. So you're going to get to complete the three sentences that are signature for this podcast. And the first one is, to me, fearless freedom means? I have three of them. One, stepping into a life without shame and guilt. Two, showing up in the world with a smile and my imperfections. And three, living in such a way that when I reach my end, he tells me, well done, Aaron. Awesome. Very inspiring. I love it. <laughs> All right. And then what if, if, I, if I am fearless, I will? Change healthcare fundamentally. Nice. And then last but not least, my battle cry is? Hashtag together we rise. I use awesome. that one all the time. So awesome. that's definitely my battle cry right now. That is for sure truth, for sure. And we see this every day. I mean, we even see it like uh, recently. We had a, like, a little support group where, you know, we all helped each other and we're seeing good results as a consequence. So, yeah, every little bit helps and we can definitely do it together. So you are so right. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule and hanging out with us. I know that the audience appreciate it. I appreciate it. And um, we'll definitely um, look forward to chatting with you again, hopefully. Absolutely. And I always hold time every week for what I call colleague to colleague calls. Just like when you're in the ER and you got a call for like a urologic emergency or you got a lady getting ready to spit out a baby. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to have a colleague coach. So um, those are open. They're free. They're no selling. I'm not going to like be sleazy with you. It's just an opportunity to be open and to talk. And then if it's something you want to continue, then we have the conversation about it later. But you might want to check out my colleague to colleague calls for those who just want to talk. That sounds awesome. That's a great resource. You guys take advantage of that for real. Okay, cool. Thank you for joining us today on this journey. Fear is all around us. It strives to stop us from achieving our greatness. We have the tools to be overcomers by sharing our stories supporting each other, and doing self-reflection, we can do this. If you found value in this conversation today, please be sure to subscribe to and share this podcast with your friends. By going to your favorite podcast platform, leaving a review and a five-star rating, you will help to get the word out about it. And that is much appreciated. Thanks again for spending time with us. 
I appreciate your time and your attention. It is my hope that you will punch fear in the face today and that you will be strong, be brave, and unleash your greatness. Hey there, I got some really important stuff to share with you. Besides developing Dr. Me First over the last, I don't know, I think it's like seven or eight years now, and Burnt Out to Badass, which is a little bit newer, it's been going on for about three to four years, I've actually been developing another business, kind of on the side, and a lot of you folks are surprised when you hear about it. It's called Physician Coaching Alliance, and it does a lot of amazing things. First of all, if you're a chief wellness officer or you want to see more wellness in your organization, hospital, medical group, residency program, etc., Physician Coaching Alliance is your answer. We do consulting and coaching within organizations to bring better wellness into the healthcare space. So you need to go over to the website, physiciancoachingalliance.com, drop me an email with the organization, who I contact, who I talk to and we can come in and help your institution. The other part of Physician Coaching Alliance is for those who are looking for a personal coach. Of course, I would love to be your coach, but I also know that I'm not everybody's, well, taste and spicy sauce, let's put it that way. So there we have a menu of over 70 coaches who specialize in so many different things, who come from different parts of medicine. Some people are in medicine, some people are out of medicine, some people are hybrid. It's just an amazing group of an eclectic amount of skills and personalities. I'm sure you can find your next coach there. So again, same website, physiciancoachingalliance.com. And lastly, if you are a coach and you're tired of going in alone, maybe you're in a slump, maybe you just want to be around other physician coaches who are willing to give and are over the hustle culture and not about competing with each other, but knowing that how we heal healthcare is better together, then also Physician Coaching Alliance is the place for you. PCA fulfills so many of these needs and more. It's all on the same website, physiciancoachingalliance.com. You can hang out with us on LinkedIn and on Instagram by the exact same name, physiciancoachingalliance.com. Yep, I've been busy. running multiple companies, practicing medicine, taking care of alpacas. But you know what? It is my heart and joy to do this. And I hope that PCA can become a part of your story too.
Turn up. 